When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, one and all, welcome to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. And you can feel the energy. You feel the energy. You know what this is, John. Happy Groundhog Day, everybody. This morning, this morning, all eyes were on Gobbler's Knob, which I can't believe I can say on CBS. The bad news is, weather-predicting rodent Punxsutawney Phil saw his shadow which means six more weeks of winter. No, come on. Not six more weeks. I'm ready for beach season. I got my six-pack already under here. But because, but because of Punks and Tony Phil, I legally can't show you. That's the only reason. <laughs> Thing is, not all groundhogs agree with Phil's forecast. Here in New York, Staten Island Chuck has predicted an early spring. Nice try. Nice try. You're not getting me to go to Staten Island. <laughs> not gonna happen. Not, not gonna do it. So who do we believe? Phil or Chuck? Apparently neither. Because groundbreaking analysis from political prognosticators 538.com shows that groundhogs do not make good meteorologists. <laughs> really? Really? Huh. Really, 538? You think groundhogs make bad predictions. How'd they do on the 2016 election? <laughs> according, according to this deep analysis, when comparing Punxsutawney Phil's predictions to historical weather data, he's only right about a third of the time. Well, that's why you never rely on groundhogs for advice. No matter how convincing they are when they pitch you crypto with Matt Damon. So, groundhogs may not be the most reliable, and sometimes they don't even make it to their gig, because over in New Jersey, on the eve of Groundhog Day, it was announced that resident weather marmot Milltown Mel had died. <laughs> Although the cause of death has not been released. <laughs> Could it be murder? <laughs> or perhaps because... Groundhogs only have an average life expectancy of three years, and he was six. <laughs> That's a long one. That's a long sentence to be. Let's go back over here. Let's go back over here. In a Facebook post on Sunday, Milltown Mel's handler said, We wranglers are sad to report that Milltown Mel recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge. <laughs> but because it's Jersey, he's still stuck in rainbow traffic. <laughs> Should have used the Rainbow Tunnel. Come on, Jersey, Rainbow Tunnel. It's also the second day of Black History Month, and one man is making black history because the NFL is being sued for racial discrimination by former Dolphins coach Brian Flores. Now, sure, almost 70% of NFL players are black, and there's only one black head coach in the entire league, but the NFL can't be racist. They spray-painted a tiny end racism next to the Kansas City Chiefs logo. (laughs) 
Now, a lot of pundits were surprised when Flores got fired by Miami on January 10th because Flores had recorded the Dolphins' first back-to-back -back winning season since 2003. But the lawsuit explains that behind the scenes, Flores actually clashed with Dolphins owner and business basset hound, <laughs> Stephen Ross. When Flores was hired in 2019, the Dolphins were bad and hoping to get the number one pick in the draft. So according to the lawsuit, Ross attempted to incentivize Flores to purposely lose games by allegedly offering him $100,000 for every loss that season. Wow, what a waste of money. The Jets will lose for free. <laughs> but that's pro bono. That's called... <laughs> that's true, true story? But hold on. It gets bad different. Because Flores also alleges that after the 2019 season, Ross pressured him to recruit an unnamed prominent quarterback, Tom Brady. <coughs> Tom Brady. <coughs> Tom Brady. <laughs> I got a little tickle in my throat. Does anybody have one of those, um, one of those uh, Tom Brady's? Do anybody? <laughs> Which would have violated the league's tampering rules. So Flores refused. But then Ross allegedly invited Flores to have lunch on a yacht, where he informed him that the quarterback was conveniently arriving at the marina for an impromptu meeting. Yeah, nothing suspicious there. No more innocent phrase in the English language than, I got somebody I want you to meet down at the docks. <laughs> so, despite his overall record of uh, winning seven of his last eight games this season, Flores was fired, apparently because he did not get along and go along with the owner. But eight other teams also lost their coaches, and Flores got several interviews this offseason, including one with the New York Giants. Now, it's important to understand that the NFL has this thing for 20 years called the Rooney Rule, which requires NFL teams to interview a diverse range of candidates for coaching jobs and other positions. It's a great idea gives everybody an opportunity, unless you don't give an opportunity to anybody, which is what happened in this case, because Flores learned that the New York Giants' head coaching job had gone to someone else three days before he was scheduled to interview for the position. So he's saying they wasted his time just to check a pretend box about how they pretend care about diversity, though I imagine it did take the pressure off the job interview. Where do I see myself in five years? Uh... I don't know, suing you? <laughs> Flores. That was one of these. But there you go. Flores accidentally learned they had already filled the position from New England Patriots head coach and recently deceased groundhog Bill Belichick. <laughs> looks good. He looks good. He looks good. Flores worked for Belichick for almost 15 years, but Belichick also employed another Brian, Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator, Brian Dabal. Dable? Dable? Brian Dable. Keep that in mind as you read this text exchange. Belichick starts off by saying, Sounds like you've landed. Congrats. <laughs> to which Flores responds, Did you hear something I didn't hear? <laughs> Giants! <laughs> I interviewed on Thursday. I think I have a shot at it. Got it. I hear from Buffalo, New York Giants that you are their guy. Hope it works out if you want to. That's definitely what I want. I hope you're right, Coach. Thank you. Coach, are you talking to Brian Flores or Brian Dable? Just making sure. Sorry I f***ed this up. I double-checked and misread the text. I think they're naming Dable. I'm sorry about that, BB. 
Thanks, Bill. That's the story of how Brian Dable got listed in Bill Belichick's phone as White Brian. <laughs> but, it's a long story. It's a long story, but that's the story. That's the story. It's a long one, but The Flores is still in the running for two other head coaching vacancies, which is what makes this lawsuit even more impressive. You see, the NFL, generally speaking, not very forgiving towards anyone who stands up to them or kneels near them. So, Flores, who's only 40 years old, has put his future livelihood on the line here. But he's doing it for a higher purpose, as he explained on CNN. I understand the risk. Um, look, I love coaching football. Uh, I'm called to coach football. I'm gifted to coach football. Um, and I still want to coach. Um, let's be clear about that. Uh, but this is bigger than coaching. This is bigger than me. That guy's inspiring. He should be a coach. <laughs> In other football racism news, a year and a half after dropping their offensive team name, today the Washington football team revealed their new name. Drum roll, please. It's the Washington Commanders. That really feels like the waste of a drum roll. I'm sorry, Joe. <laughs> Commanders might be the only name more generic than football team. I was hoping for something fun and new, like the Washington Balloons or the, or the Fighting Dolly Partons. Jolene on four. Jolene, 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 Jolene. <laughs> late hit. That was a late hit. But Commanders is still way better than the old name and logo, which, for some reason, were still featured repeatedly throughout their promo video for the new name and logo. I'd love to see these guys officiate a wedding. Do you, Susan, take Anthony to be your lawfully wedded husband? Because he's way better than your ex, Ryan. Remember Ryan? Ugh. <laughs> Ryan was the worst. He broke your little heart. You loved him so much. Is, is Ryan here? Ryan, come on down. What? He's my plus one. Grow up. Ryan, come on down. <laughs> Speaking of workplace investigations, CNN president and executive hot dog Jeff Zucker. <laughs> Today, Zucker resigned as the president of CNN because he failed to disclose to the company a romantic relationship with another senior executive at CNN. Come on, Zucker! You can't keep that secret. You work at a news network. Remember the first rule of journalism. The moment you consummate a relationship, you shout, this just in. <laughs> We got a great show for you tonight. Coming up, Meanwhile. Rise and shine, football fans. Start your day the right way with Morning Footy, a podcast that covers every aspect of the global game, headlines, match previews, analysis, interviews, culture, fashion, and plenty of banter. Join as we track the thrills and spills of Europe's biggest title races, the business end of the Champions League season, a summer packed with international competitions, MLS, NWSL, and much more. Subscribe to Morning Footy. We got a hot time in the old town tonight. Tonight coming up uh, in just a moment for those just tuning in. We've got uh, we've got uh, Mr. Tim McGraw going to be here in just a minute. Country oh, yes. music superstar, Tim Grammy McGraw. winner. Yes. 
He's, uh, he's that new 1883 on Paramount Plus. The thing is the prequel to uh, to the what is it? To the Yellowstone. Yellowstone. It's incredibly popular. And then Martha Stewart's going to be out here. Maybe she's going to bake. Maybe a birthday cake. Maybe a birthday cake. We don't know. We don't know. Play your cards right. Now, folks, you know if you watch the show, you know I spent a lot of my time right over there working the old mirth kiln. Mountaindale is the day's most important golden story ingots to make an ornate set of custom news van braces, then carve a molded cuirass into the most topical animal-themed chest plate that I decorate with fine filigree and ornate pre-Columbian patterns to create the bespoke <laughs> set of gold muisca armor that is my monologue, but sometimes, just, just sometimes, folks, I wake up in the basement of a derelict row house during a full moon, rifle through a discarded box of elbow pasta, and string some noodles together into crude shin guards with copper wire stripped out of a funeral home I robbed earlier, and then I fashion a hat by stapling old newspaper clippings to a bike helmet and wrap myself in a tarp I swipe from the retirement home hot tub to frolic before you in the madman's hazmat suit of news that is my segment. <laughs> Meanwhile... It's a sacred trust. Meanwhile, it's a sacred trust. Sacred trust to the American people. <laughs> Meanwhile, this morning, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame revealed its 2022 induction nominees, including the Eurythmics, Pat Benatar, Kate Bush, and Mr. Lionel Richie. We actually, and this is an exclusive, is this an exclusive? We actually have footage of the moment Lionel got the committee's call. Meanwhile, <laughs> Tesla has recalled nearly 54,000 vehicles that may disobey stop signs. <laughs> Did this not come up in the design meetings? We gave the cars touchscreens. The key is shaped like a little toy car, and it's got dog mode so the pets are comfortable while you're gone. Uh, do you think it should stop at stop signs? Shut up, Kevin! Ooh, let's put in karaoke and a cocaine holder. I don't know why. I don't know why you'd say that. Tesla may have another recall coming on the highway because apparently Tesla drivers are reporting a surge in phantom braking where Teslas are unexpectedly slamming on their brakes in response to imagined hazards. Okay, there's your answer right there. Just get your car to imagine a stop sign. <laughs> Solved. Where's my cocaine? <laughs> Meanwhile... Not, I'm not into the lifestyle. I'm not into the lifestyle. No thanks. Meanwhile, the Northeast got hit with an historic snowfall last weekend, but not everyone hunkered down because one Rhode Island couple got married in an outdoor wedding ceremony during the blizzard because the couple says, are they here? Are you here? Because the couple says they chose their January 29th wedding date 14 months ago. You can't be shocked that you had bad weather when you schedule your wedding for outdoors in Rhode Island in January. <laughs> That's like complaining about noise during your silent meditation retreat at WrestleMania. <laughs> Meanwhile, in pizza-based news in response to driver shortages, Domino's is paying customers to pick up their own pizzas. <laughs> that is shocking. Domino's is allowed to call that pizza? <laughs> the chain announced... <laughs> applause. Applause. The chain announced the move in a new ad that boasts, you're no longer just a customer, you're a delivery driver. <laughs> Perfect for anyone who said, I love that Domino's tastes like tomato paper, I just wish I had to work harder to get it. 
Meanwhile, an entire shipment of cookbooks has sunk to the bottom of the ocean. Well, that's a good excuse for not cooking on Valentine's. Honey, I was gonna make you Coco Vab, but the recipe is in the Marianas Trench, so I'm treating you to Domino's, but you gotta go pick it up. <laughs> Meanwhile... Meanwhile, to help fight Omicron, the CDC is once again reminding everyone to use a medical-grade mask that completely covers your nose, mouth, and chin. So clearly, the one person doing the least to fight the spread of COVID is the Batman. <laughs> Coming up, Tim McGraw. I'm Rachel Martin. After hosting Morning Edition for years, I know that the news can wear you down. So we made a new podcast called Wild Card, where a special deck of cards and a whole bunch of fascinating guests help us sort out what makes life meaningful. It's part game show, part existential deep dive, and it is seriously fun. Join me on Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR. Folks and friends, friendly folks, my first guest tonight is a Grammy Award-winning country star who has sold over 50 million albums worldwide. He now stars in 1883. You want to court my daughter, you can. Order? You can do it. Not sure what it means. My son, it means you can talk and talk and go on rides and talk. We've kind of been doing that. You know the drill then. You break her heart, get handsy. You and me gonna have a problem. Define handsy. Joe, in a bad, bad time to tell it. Hmm. Sorry. Sorry. Damn, boy. Welcome back to The Late Show, Tim McGraw. Hey, man, thanks for coming back. Well, thanks for having me back. It's been a regular thing. It's the third time you've been here. I know, right? Uh, uh, Weekly, maybe? Yeah, why not? Yeah, come on. Do (laughs) Fridays. Now, thanks for wearing the cowboy hat. I really appreciate it. You never know when we might have to give our horse a drink. <laughs> well, I've, I've been in a cowboy hat and chaps and, and wool for the last six months. That's yeah. what I was talking yeah. to your wife about last night. Uh, Faith Hill, your co-star in 1883. She was Who? on the show. She was on the show last <laughs> night. Then all of those costumes you guys got to wear, it's a little scratchy, a little dirty, get a little smelly, I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean, it was hot. You know, when we signed up for this, I told Faith, I said, look, we're either going to be on fire the whole time or freezing cold. I think we had five days that were comfortable. Mm-hmm. The rest of the time, it was 115 degrees mm-hmm. or, or 8 degrees. That's why I like or working windy. here. Yeah, well, you know, controlled atmosphere. It's got yeah. HVAC. Yeah. That's what I like. That's my location. Absolutely. Now, um, your wife was saying last night, you've got three daughters, and now you're empty nesters. Mm. What is it, what is it you miss most about having those girls around? Oh my God, you know. Because I can commiserate, my, I have three also, and we just became es- empty. And what are yours? Well. Uh, children. <laughs> but, but. Girl, boy, boy. Girl, boy, boy, you know, all girls. 
four girls in my You're house. You're the only guy in the house? Yeah, so I'm never right about anything. <laughs> um, I, I guess the thing we miss the most is the energy that's around the house. Sure. Um, we, we've always had, you know, 15 or 16 girls, kids mm -hmm. around our house all the mm -hmm. time, um, hanging around the pool, having parties. Uh, it's the energy and also, you know, the routine every day of, of getting up, making breakfast, taking them to school, cooking dinner for them when they get home, mm -hmm. going to football games because we had cheerleaders and all those things. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's the routine of it and the, and the, and the, you know, the thing that keeps you sort of on target. Well, you, you filled time. up your time. You've got a lot going on. It's yeah. not like you've got a lot of time to, <laughs> to brood on it. Yeah. You guys, obviously, I, I'm, I'll talk about this in a minute. You're going back on tour. Mm -hmm. You're working on an album. But you two are you're the leads of 1883. What is that like to work together? She says y'all leave it completely at the door. You don't even rehearse lines at home. No, we but don't. She did imply that you sometimes role play as your characters. <laughs> I'm not making that up. She, she implied. That was definitely implied in one of her answers last I, night. I only brought my chaps home <laughs> a few times. Just the chaps. That paints a picture. Just the chaps. That does paint a picture. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. they're open in the front, I understand. they're open no. in the back. So, this, yeah. is not, this is not Paramount Plus, it's CBS. <laughs> we actually do Well, have same company. Say, oh, uh, yeah, different rules, <laughs> let me tell you. Now, you, you actually, you have a man in this who needs no costume for a Western. And that is Sam Elliott, uh, who I think legally, yeah. legally to do a Western, he has to be part of it. You have to book him or uh, his mustache. One yeah, of the yeah. two has to be. I don't know if they come separate. But uh, what a sweet guy. You know, he's always one of my favorite actors and one of my favorite. Amazing. Uh, I mean, just, and a wonderful person, too. Yeah. And then getting to know him on set, he became one of my favorite people of all time. He's the sweetest guy in the world. But I can tell you uh, one story. Um, there was a shootout in the second episode where we're walking down the street and uh, Billy Bob Thornton's in it. Mm -hmm. We walk into the saloon and we're clearing out the saloon. We're shooting all these bad guys. And um, I'm so enthralled because Billy Bob is one of the most fantastic actors on, on earth as well. And we've been friends for a long time since Friday Night Lights when we did Friday Night Lights together. So I'm watching the shootout and I'm so enthralled with Billy Bob's performance. I'm watching him do his thing and I totally forgot that I had a line with Sam. <laughs> so I just blow right by Sam and don't stop and deliver my line. And I get, I get to the saloon doors and I go, <laughs> I had a line with Sam and I forgot it. So they said cut and, and everything, and everybody was perfect. So we had to do it again because I forgot my line. And I walked back to Sam and I said, I'm, gosh, Sam, I'm sorry, I forgot my line. I was supposed to de deliver a line to you. And Sam goes, I noticed. <laughs> And then I'm, I'm like, okay. And then he goes, well, but at least you got the squint down. <laughs> and then I walked off and got on my mark again. I go, dang, he just jabbed me. <laughs> and so a few minutes later, I walked back over to him and said, you know, Sam, the squint worked pretty good for Clint Eastwood. He goes, yeah, it did. Look, touche. <laughs> We have to take a quick break, uh, but stick around. Who knows? Maybe Tim will sing. No promises, but maybe Tim will sing. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were 
the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings early and ad-free starting May 1st with a 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. a really special cameo in the second episode of 1883. How'd you end up ah. with this general right here who is none other? <laughs> tell the people who this is. Tom Hanks. That's Tom yeah. Hanks right there. Yeah. yeah. Cool cat. Cool cat. Have you known Tom for a while? Tom and Rita and their kids and our kids, we've been family friends for a long time, been on vacations together and hung out together for quite a long time. In fact, my middle daughter and their youngest son went to school together, college together. Mm -hmm. um, we've been friends for a long time, just great people. And, and um, this cameo thing came up and we were doing the show and I called Tom and I says, look, I don't want to put any pressure on you. And I know you're Tom Hanks and you could do anything you want to do in the world. But if there's any chance you'd be interested in this cameo, I sent him the script. If there's any chance you'd be interested in this cameo, just let me know. And he goes, tell me when and where and I'll be there. And he showed up, and it was so sweet. He, he went to everybody on set, shook hands with everybody, took pictures with everybody, and, and couldn't have been nicer. And, and it really, it was really special. It made me feel good. It made everybody else feel good. And, and um, That doesn't sound that, like him. <laughs> I know, I know. What an ass like Tom Hanks is, right? We, we, we got to go here in just one second, but um, I, I was hoping, would you mind, we, we have a mic here. Oh, boy. And you've been known to sing a tune. <laughs> I'm just curious if you would be willing to sing something out to break. I know you didn't come here to sing, you came here to act, but that part's done. Okay. You got, you got it? What do you want? What do you want? Tiny Dancer. Yeah. Tiny Dancer. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Dr. Naomi Bernstein. And we want to tell you about Calm the F*** Down, a guided meditation series from the Oversharing Podcast. This is something we've been planning for a long time. It's our most requested segment from the podcast. And these meditations are going to be between five and 10 minutes. They're going to be super quick because we don't have a lot of time. 
you're going to be so surprised how five to 10 minutes of really thoughtful meditations can transform your whole life. In addition to the first four meditations available at launch, we'll be doing two new meditations every single month. Plus for the fans of Oversharing Podcast out there, you'll also get ad-free versions of every episode of the Oversharing Podcast. So if somebody wants to become a subscriber, how do they join? It's so easy. You just go to subscribe.betches.com and sign up now for only $4.99 a month. Or you can lock in our discounted rate if you sign up for the whole year. That's subscribe.betches.com. Or if you're in the Apple Podcast app, you can just hit the subscribe button now and sign up in the app. It's as easy as that. Ladies and gentlemen, my next guest is a businesswoman, author, and lifestyle guru with the media empire. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Martha Stewart, everybody. Martha, a delight. Delight to have you here. As always, Madame, we are... What are we preparing for tonight? This seems very romantic. Well, you know, Valentine's Day is around the corner. It is, it is. It's a week away. Have you gotten the presents for your loved ones? Uh, let's say yes. Okay. (laughs) Let's just say yes, because they'll be watching. Well, you can also bake a cake, and I understand that you like to bake. I love to bake. I love to cook in in, in all its forms, probably not as much as you do. Well, this um, is a, what are we this doing? A, well, this is a really pretty cake. Mm-hmm. It's a Valentine's cake, and okay. it's filled with raspberries. It's an easy cake to bake. It's a nice, nice white, fluffy cake. Fantastic. And you make two layers, mm-hmm. and then you cut the layers in half. Mm-hmm. Do we mind if we start off with a, a drink? Oh, well, sh- you must show the, show the label, please. What do we got? Oh, this is this is <clears throat> 19 Crimes Martha's Shard. Would and look, like, at the, look at the cork. Like, look at the cork. Look at the cork. The Look, cork has I'm on your the face on it. Mm. <laughs> My cork. Mm. And this is a very delicious Chardonnay, but we call yeah. it Chard nowadays. We do, we do? Yes, we do. That's don't a new call thing the kids Chardonnay. are doing, it, calling it Chard. Yeah. Listen to their hip hop, drinking yeah. their Chard. Exactly. Okay. Now, I heard, just, I heard something not scandalous. Not just kids, not just kids. What, huh? Not just kids. Yeah? Adults. Adults do what? Drink Chard. Only adults, it's illegal for children <laughs> oh. to drink Chard. <laughs> It is? Yes, Martha. Can I have some ice? Some ice. Now, I understand. I I thought this was anathema. You drink ice? Well, it isn't any longer. I was talking to a lot of vintners in France and in Italy, and Uh they all approve ice in the white wine. It'll dilute it. It'll dilute it. Well, that's a good idea. Why? Well, then you can get up and leave and not get too drunk, and if you don't like the guy, you can get out of there fast. There's, there's always so let's imagine method, that we're on a date right. We're method, on a date right method now. Method to my madness. There you go. What do you what, think? What? Do of our think? date so far? No, how do you... <laughs> I think I'm feeling good about our date so far. Yes? Well, yeah. good. Well, have a sip. Tell me what you think. Oh, I could get crunked on that. 100%. You can drink a lot of yeah, this. Yeah, I could funnel that. The whole, that idea, the whole idea of shards, okay. you can drink Have you ever a tried lot. dry January? Oh, of course, but not this January. I did this January. <laughs> not a good January to do it. No. I think it's a waste. Why not save that for Lent? Yeah. Well, you can do it in Lent also. Sure, I suppose But then so. I will not like you because you will not be buying my shard. Oh, I'll buy it. I'll give it as gifts. Now, what do we do? Do I, okay. what do we take, walk so me here, through it, madame? Okay, just finish, finish this layer. This is the bottom layer. Okay. It's already been, it's been slathered with buttercream. Now finish and the, the buttercream is just it's, literally butter, sugar, some milk or cream, a little, uh, a vanilla, a what little, else? A little tiny pinch of salt just to mm. give it a little depth of flavor. Oh, the salt will do and, that for you? And, um, I and went to a bar where they put creamy. a little salt. They put salt water in my cocktail. Well, I don't like that. Because they said it, it woke up the, the flavors. Now, take your pastry cream. You don't care about my story. You don't, you don't I'm concentrating my on my... I'm I understand. Conscious. I thought this was... You know, this, this date's not going oh, as well oh, as I had oh, hoped, oh. Martha. 
So then I spread I spread I, over the top. That's my problem. I don't listen. See? Yeah. I, is I, there a I special get, someone on this Valentine's Day for you, Martha? Is there not, someone? Not there? really. Only in my dreams. All right. In your dreams, does he look like Tim McGraw? Oh. <laughs> Wearing chaps? Because oh. I can't get that image out of my head. <laughs> that is. I'm gonna wake up screaming with that image in my head. Um, okay. What's a good date for you? What's what's your idea of an ideal date, Martha? An ideal date is uh, to get on a plane, a private plane. Oh wow! And Ooh. to fly wow. off to some mysterious location like a private island. Ooh. And then uh, have a nice weekend. Yeah. With really, really nice, uh -huh. nice beaches and Ooh. swimming and food and you know what else. Everything. What else? What else, Martha? I don't know what else. <laughs> what else would it be? A typical nice date, you know. A good date. Mm -hmm. A good date. No, is this no, a first no. Date? Is this a first date? It could be a first date. Could be a second date. There you go. I like All first right. date. I like first dates like that, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, why bother otherwise? Going <laughs> right? Life is why short. Why go out? Why go out? Life is short. Okay, you did it. You did it nicer than I did it. Well, I'm a natural. You, you did now it, you I've got did this. Better. What do I do next? Do it now, now we slather. Now, now you have to. Now you have to cut center. Is it centered? You tell this, me. This is that a large. Center? I don't know. You, you... It's a hard. It's very hard okay, to tell. Okay, you cut center. through the second layer, and that little cake. That little cake can be um, a present to your child, or or if someone has a birthday in the audience, that would be a fun right. way. Center it nicely, then put all the rest of the uh -huh. red raspberries uh -huh. in the center. See how pretty? Yeah. And this is this was this was pretty enough to put on the cover of our magazine. Can you believe that? Hey, I gotta ask a question. Yes. Speaking of you know uh, the, the business side of Martha, I understand that your website is Martha.com. Yes. How did you get that? How I don't <laughs> understand like how you could possibly have you had that for a long time? Well, there's early, no way someone didn't camp er, on early that. Early on, one of my one of my boyfriends <laughs> told me to buy up or or at least reserve all the domain names that you needed. Wow. So I had Martha, I had the paperlesshome.com, I had marthastewart.com, I had martha.com, I had every, you know. Didn't you do that? No. <laughs> you don't own steven.com? No, I have to be steven134.com. <laughs> Some stupid bullshit <laughs> like that. Well, that's a shame. It is a shame. Your business, your business people were not smart. No, they suck. So here, now, now what you want to do is take your piping bag, see that? Yeah. Don't think about that so much. You know, you're doing pretty damn well. I don't know. I, I think you I are. I don't know. And then just take this whipped cream all over, mm -hmm. and you can do it prettily if you want. Oh, this, or, is, this, is, this is whipped cream. Yeah, this is whipped cream, but it has creme fraiche in it, so it's a little Ooh. tarter than just plain old sweet whipped cream. Mm. You ever put a, like an almond extract in your whipped cream? I don't like that, but you could. <laughs> you don't like that. I don't like it. You've tried it. You've tried it, though. I don't like almond extract, terribly. Why don't you like almond extract? You, I don't know. It tastes like... You got like, something against marzipan? It tastes like... No, I love marzipan. That's almond. That's I all know, it is. I know, but it's not almond extract. extract. Oh, come on. And so, it's not. I mean, we would, we would argue about everything. I, you know... Right, but then there's the makeup okay. sex. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> what? It's, in the in the fantasy that this is a date. It's so nice. In it's the so fantasy. nice to flirt with Stephen Colbert. It's a wonderful stuff. Do you know, you're Martha? Getting, you're do you getting know? a little close for television. Do you know? You stay on your side of the table, Stephen. <laughs> I want to point out that you have leather pants on on our date. I do. Those are hot, babe. Yeah, they're hot. Those are good. 
I want you to and know, and you they probably, have nothing, I don't know if I've told you before. They have nothing underneath them. The first time that... <laughs> This is a good date. <laughs> do you do that, really? Every Christmas, every Christmas, you know, you and I made a, you and I made a kissing ball when I was on your show way back on the day but when I had Christmas special. You did not kiss me. I put that up every year. You do. I think of you. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Mm. Now what do I do? Am I done? Well, Am that's done? pretty enough. But thank you. But you could, you could. I could do the sides. Here so that people don't know. Imagine we have only one minute left. Oh, what dear. would I do? <laughs> We could then here you could you could embellish mine oh, with thank coconut. You. And do so, I just hand sprinkle or yes, just spr no sprinkle it all over the top. Mm -hmm. Not on the raspberries. I won't. So I down won't. close. Yeah. Now my sweetie pie, Evie doesn't like coconut. She doesn't. She doesn't like well, coconut. Then don't put any on her I won't, cake. Please. I won't do that. Save that one for her. Mm -hmm. And this, this is a good cake, so you can take it. It looks all. fantastic. But we should give this to somebody else in the audience mm -hmm. whose birthday is today. Yes, we should. This has been The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. If you're enjoying The Late Show Poncho, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 11.35, 10.35 Central on CBS and Paramount+. And for more exclusive Late Show content, Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance, avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus.